Today with us, Richard Lloyd. Um, it's myself and Spencer Drake. We're going to be co-hosting this show along with um, our guest, Richard Lloyd, and his newest release, The Countdown. And uh, before we start, I wanted to uh, say welcome to Friday, and I wanted to thank uh, Chaos Productions for setting this show up, and uh, also my co-host Spencer um, Drake, who is also on the line with us. And before um, I get into bringing Richard on, I just wanted to mention here that the show will be available afterwards on iTunes and also on demand on Red Velvet Media, Blog Talk Radio. And uh, if you wanted to call in, the number is 347-677-1036. Excuse my voice. I'm dealing with that uh, nasty little uh, throat thing. But um, 
We are, st- I, I mean, I'm just like really excited having Richard on because I've been reading a lot about him and uh, I definitely hear a lot of influence from a lot of different people and he is just such an iconic musician. So I'm going to bring him into the studio as well as my co-host and we're going to just knock it out and talk and talk about the music and the latest release and everything. I think it's really important. So welcome Richard and hey Spencer, are you there? Yeah, how you doing? Hey, Richard? how are you? Hey, there you are. Nice to be here. Richard, yeah, I'm here. what a great song. That is such a great song. Oh, and um Yeah. And uh I, you know, was reading quite a lot about you and uh I thought a lot of the information and a lot of the stuff that's out there and then just listening to other interviews of you. Um mm-hmm. Yeah. It's pretty interesting about you and your Jimi Hendrix connection and Jeff Beck and um, your first gigs and um, also about that record, uh, Jamie Nevert on uh, Parasol Records. So you want to talk right. a little bit about your latest release and a little bit about, you know. Sure. Um, so, yeah. It's, uh, I'm working with a record company called Plowboy out of Nashville, mm-hmm. and uh, they've got Yay. a friend of mine as well, Dead Boys, on the label as, oh, as nice. well. Um, mm-hmm. So they're very excited about the project, and so am I. And it gave me a chance to work in Nashville and uh, with some mm-hmm. of the better players there. Well, only two of them, bass and drums and a keyboard player. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, they were fantastic. We did it very quickly. Actually, wow. Well, this 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 uh, release that you did. Um, uh, do you, are you working on? Uh, did you go on tour with it yet, or are you doing little gigs here and there so far? I we did a Nashville date, a New York date, and some in stores in New York, and mm-hmm. then in L.A., San Francisco, and Sacramento. And I do a bunch of acoustic shows in January at the oh uh, really a n- number of the city wineries around. Mm-hmm. I think uh, oh, nice. New York, Washington, Atlanta, Boston, and some other other dates. Oh great! So, and we can find that. I'll be, yeah, I'll we can find listening. that on your website. I think. Yep. Right. You should yeah. Be able cool. To, yeah, on social media. Yeah, um, yeah I, want, I, I wanted to bring in something, Richard. I've seen you live at Bowery Electric. You're really good live. It's a whole trip to see you live with a band. Uh, yeah, very, yeah, Yeah, that's awesome. Um, I know Spencer has talked about seeing you. And uh, you know what I wanted to ask you um, was uh, about how you got into music. And I was reading that John Lee Hooker was your first gig, and uh, um, you had a yeah, roommate that was uh, pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you want? Did you want to talk? You should read my book. I also the book came out in uh, paperback the same day mm-hmm. as the record, the new record. Oh wow! It's called Every Everything Is Combustible, and mm-hmm. it's uh, oh, yeah. full of my my uh, stories in rock and roll, in and out of rock and roll, mm-hmm. a memoir, autobiography, I guess you'd call it. 
Okay. Who's your publisher, uh, Rich? Rich, who's your publisher? Yeah. Oh, they're Beach Hill. They're in Maine. They mostly okay. did esoterica before in the mm-hmm. fourth way, uh, the teachings of uh, George Ivanovich Gurdjieff. And they oh, wow. published a number of books uh, in that field of study. Now, Richard, I have your books. So Spencer, you must have it too as well. Yeah, yeah. I have I have the book. Yeah, yeah it's a very cool book, it. Richard. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Let's talk Great stories. Let's talk a little bit about some of the um your favorite moments from uh your stories and uh playing in the rock and roll industry. Right. Like I said, uh you know, I was next to living in Greenwich growing up in Greenwich Village in New York and Manhattan. Um, we mm-hmm. knew kind of the kids that we were at the top of the rocket, at the cradle of civilization, you know, uh, and uh, things that we did and slang we used that didn't penetrate the country for like two, three years or more. Um, mm-hmm. Nowadays, everything is instantaneous. Even in the, in the, the 70s when we were building the CBGB scene, um, mm-hmm. You know, there was no there was no instant media. There were newspapers about music, but uh, people didn't get to listen to the music for a long time because it was just live. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. I was reading a little bit about that, and uh, Richard, you I were know um, that you had a big oh, influence on CBGBs as well, correct? I mean, you basically well, brought sure, the music yeah. there. Yeah, let's talk about those yeah, days. Tele- the band Television did certainly. Mm-hmm. You you had a dynamic oh. album, Marky Moon, which is historic. Um, yeah. How did you how how did you guys get together, Television? Uh, I saw Tom do a little uh, three song uh, audition night, just him and electric guitar, and I thought to myself. Well, he's got something, but he's missing a large piece of something. And mm-hmm. what I, he's missing, I've got. So if you put the two of us together, you would have one complete, you know, band. And that's what happened. And we well. formed television. Mm-hmm. Well. And then, and then I think um, once you started with your band and everything, you had a roommate who was Andy Warhol's silk screener. I was reading that. Oh, my, that was yeah, so interesting. That was television's, television's manager. Uh, his name yeah, is Terry that's, Ork. that's cool. He did, yeah. he did a lot of the booking at CBS at the beginning because mm-hmm. uh, we wanted to be in charge, and we were. So mm-hmm. there mm-hmm. were certain rules that we had for the club. You couldn't play covers there. You, weren't, you had to mm-hmm. play original music. And... Uh, mm-hmm. There were never more than two bands a night playing two sets each, and mm-hmm. that gave us oh, wow. an opportunity to play, to play more in front of a live audience wow. because nobody would mm-hmm. leave. You know, you'd come in early or as late as you want and get to see both bands twice. It worked out pretty darn good. Wow, it did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then you know, I I I think that's really cool. So you had a really hands-on thing. 
Um, and did you, while you were at CBGB's, and then obviously with your with your roommate and your and your manager, did you get to no, it was, experience? I guess he was my landlord. Oh, okay. He owned this huge, huge loft, and I had uh-huh. the front room in it, which was, oh, wow. you know, nice. like a. Did, a, you, get, did uh, you get to get involved in the um, whole uh, Andy Warhol movement there with the, uh, you know. Well, the whole... at, the, at the Maxis, Kansas City watering hole, certainly. Mm-hmm. But I was not. I was a little young to be in the Warholian crowd. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I can that only imagine one, one of the seeing reasons, some of that around you. It's another reason why we had to find our own place and I'm very proud of the fact that we found a place that we could call home on mm-hmm. on the Bowery on a CZ C D club named Country Blues and Bluegrass and other music for undernourished gourmandizers under a flop house on Skid Row. It's oh, wow. real. <laughs> you think of really? it that way, it's quite an accomplishment. I call that the glamour mm-hmm. of poverty. Like the, <laughs> the hobos who used to sleep in front of the door. Oh, that's funny. <coughs> wow. Oh, that, that's, that's really, that's funny. Um, so, you know, I wanted to ask you about your friend that learned guitar from Jimi Hendrix and is that how you started playing guitar? No, I'd been playing guitar for a while, but uh, mm-hmm. I was at a friend's house after school, and uh, and uh, he he suddenly turned to us and he said, the group of people that were at his place, and he says, the phone rang, and it was this kid from Brooklyn who claimed to know Jimi Hendrix, and uh, everybody started laughing, you know, so some <laughs> high school guy from uh-huh. Brooklyn doesn't know Jimi Hendrix. And, and when he came over and they opened the door and I looked at the guy, I said to myself, well, yeah, he, he probably does know Hendrix. And it turned <laughs> mm-hmm. out he, he did. Wow. So we became very good friends because basically because I believed him. Mm-hmm. And everybody mm-hmm. else was, you know, how can you prove it to us? Mhm. Not very. Well, that's uh, really Richard, cool. let me let me ask you a question. Are you? I know you have a very close relationship to uh, your friend and my friend Chris Franz of Talking Heads. Uh, tell yeah. us about. Uh, yeah, tell us about Chris and you. I mean, you have a really, you have a very close well, relationship. We've known each other from. Yeah, they Talking Heads showed up pretty early after television was playing CBGBs and they also would play and we played a lot of bills where it would be talking heads, television, talking heads, television. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, they were all fantastic. So I know the, the Chris and Tina and David from when they were a trio. Oh, and they wow. only had like mm-hmm. five songs. Interesting. Wow. So they just repeat wow. them. Mm-hmm. But they came up with you know, new material very quickly. Mhm. Mhm. That's very cool. Um, so what, what about Jeff Chris Beck? Pardon what me? about him? What about oh, him? Oh, <laughs> I want to ask you player. about Jeff Beck. You really love him, and I yeah. can hear his. Uh, I can hear that you really love his music. I, I've read that. 
sure, I do. I do. I would always uh, pronounce him one of my, you know, people that I was influenced by. Jimi Hendrix, mm-hmm. Jeff Beck, and uh, Buddy Guy with the three. I always oh, those are great! Hers. Wow, great guitarist. That's so cool. For sure, beautiful. So. That's very very cool. Um, and then um, you want to talk about the Jamie Neverts album on Parasol Records? Do you want to talk about well, my- that a little bit? The guy who knew Jimi Hendrix, his name was Velvet Turner. And mm-hmm. uh, actually, you can see him on a video. He did uh instructional video for the family called How to Play Electric Ladyland. No, not Electric Ladyland. How to Play Are You Experienced? With demonstrations mm-hmm. by Andy Allador and uh, commentary by Velvet Turner. If you want to see mm-hmm. who, I'm, who I'm talking about. But he died in like 2000 right after I mm-hmm. contacted him after a long period of time and then Jimmy of course was died in 71 70 71 and and so long gone and after uh I left television I thought I should do a, a kind of a tribute record using some of Jimmy's shorter songs not the big guitar hero songs, but it's ones mm-hmm. I found interesting from the first two records. And so I did this uh, record, and it's called The Jamie Nevitt Story. You should mm-hmm. be, be able to find it on Spotify or or mm-hmm. Amazon or YouTube or iTunes or something. Yeah, Somewhere I, I, I listened to some of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So some, somewhere very, out there, both cool. with my, yeah, mm-hmm. and both fans are listening to it. Mm-hmm. No, you, I you've done imagine. a lot of solo CDs, Richard, right? I mean, you've done like about six. I think this is, yeah, I think this is my eighth. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, the 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 countdown. Yeah. See, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I got a nice catalog building. You do. It's awesome. Yeah. Are you working on anything new right now? Well, seeing it, yeah, I I have some new musical pieces, but uh, it's going to be quite a while before we record again. Having the fact that this, the countdown just came out November, Mm -hmm. and it's now December. It's only been out less than 30 days, and we're coming up on Christmas. So everybody can get a copy and give it to their mother or brother <laughs> or sister. Or, give it to their you know, mother. I guess yeah, it's a good release you time. Definitely. It's you can amazing. buy the special package containing a uh, a CD, a paperback copy of my book, and a digital download card. Oh, so wow. You, I saw that. You don't. Yeah. Yeah, if you're just getting the... Uh, package for digital download you get the book as well or the cd get all three wow and, you and can the get book is a great Amazon. read guys yeah the book great is a great read it's a lot of fun it's just a you know, compendium of nutty stories oh yeah how did you true. come up with the name the countdown what what influenced you to do that and uh you want to talk about some well, of the I tracks wanted... that are on the countdown Sure. I wanted to do a track yeah. that would have 
the lead guitar be nothing but uh, feedback, and it was going to mm-hmm. be this little outer space outer space romp. So in order to get out of space, you have to have a, a departure in a rocket ship. So mm-hmm. they have the inevitable countdown. Anytime NASA's doing something, they have a countdown. Oh yeah. So that's, that's right. That's right. The countdown. Yep. Wow, cool. Mm-hmm. And there's nine other songs. So I suggest you play something. Oh yeah, <laughs> no, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. You know, you know what cut I really like sad song. Um, it reminded me, Richard. You know what it reminded me of? You won't believe this, but Neil Young and Crazy Horse. There's something about the sound yeah. of it that is so yeah. cool. And and your album is very, like you explained, it's very raw. I like that a lot. Yeah. And uh, you did a tasteful trip on it. I think uh, I think the sound is so wonderful to listen to the raw sound. You know. Yeah, me too. I don't like. No, you re- the, uh, the he, he recorded it exactly. in Nashville, yeah. right? You recorded in Nashville? I, we did. Yes, mm-hmm. we did. With That's a couple awesome. Of, uh, various, very, very good uh, studio rhythm section. Mm-hmm. Who've mm-hmm. also played live with me, too, as a band. Oh, wow. When I've done electric shows uh, after the record release. But I'm probably how, not how, going out as a band till uh, spring or, or even the summer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How long did it take you, you to put the album together? How long did it take you to put the album together? Oh, well, from the beginning of when we started recording, it was yeah. very quick. Uh, oh, really? We only did two days for all the ba- the rhythm tracks. Wow. And then we took another three days or so to do guitars and a day to do vocals and a day to do, uh, you know, keyboards and, uh, Mm -hmm. backing vocals and then mixing. So it was pretty quick in the way that records are made, you know, usually dedicate two two weeks to the basics, two weeks for overdubs, two weeks for mixing and, and final production and mastering and all that. Mm-hmm. You know, so wow. you, you got three months of work ahead of you, yeah. At least, yeah. yeah. Now, are you going to play? Make sure you. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Not the oh, name. No, I cut they in. They suggest that you work on the when you're making a record. You have to do the cover first because it mm-hmm. takes longer mm-hmm. for artwork than it does for music. That's true. And by the way, your artwork is on the cover. I like it, Richard. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Let's yeah. talk about your artwork nice a little fun. bit. Yeah. Well, I started, I painted when I was really young, like mm-hmm. eight or nine. I went through a painting phase, and then I put it away. And in 2015, I got a canvas and an easel, and I started painting away and uh, been doing that as a, as a side uh sort of avocation, uh, painting acrylic, and Mm -hmm. uh, mostly uh, abstracts and uh, abstract expressionism, I guess you'd call it. Mm -hmm. Not not terribly, not terribly um, sophisticated, Mm -hmm. unless you you call the the, uh, magnificence of chaos 
to be delightful. <laughs> <laughs> Which I do. Funny. But not, you have to have controlled chaos. Mm-hmm. In some way. You know, yeah. not Jack How the you, Dripper. Jack the Dripper. How do you control right. the chaos, Richard? I want to hear about that. <laughs> I, I, I can't tell you that, but I can tell you this. If you make, you've got a great painting and you do one line that's like completely wrong, You've mm-hmm. the whole painting. Uh, so you got to know when to just stop and say, it's mm-hmm. done, as done right. as it's going to be done, and that's it. I like that uh, Picasso, if you look at some of his work, you find that uh, he'll leave a whole section of the painting as a sketch, for instance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yet you look ah. at it and it seems perfect, perfect. And yet, if you mm-hmm. if you're technical about it, you know he left parts undone, et cetera. I think that's fascinating, mm-hmm. especially in painting, which is so. I'm deeply into color, and I have some synesthesia, where the the sight and and sound blends together, in like some oh, really? strange wave color form. Yeah, it doesn't mm-hmm. happen too often, but I I am blessed slash cursed with it. So uh, let me ask you a question. Since we're we're talking about artwork, what painters did you look up to? I mean, um, did you look at certain painters? that You like Picasso. We know that. Yeah, I know that. (laughs) I I like Cubism. I I like Expressionism. I like Mm -hmm. the the stuff that came out of jazz and... uh, and all those guys in uh, Paris and in Madrid that uh, yeah, were d- yeah. going Cubist and uh, weird, weird little uh, study groups and esoterica and all of that. Yeah, that's cool. Well. Yeah, that's very cool. Very cool. Did you did you alchemy. like did you like any of Mag- I think it's pronounced Modigliani or uh, Modigliani's artwork? Modigliani. Yeah. Modigliani, Holly? Yes, yes. A little realistic. That's very cool. Yeah. Pardon me? Very nice. A little realistic and the use of light. Mm-hmm. It's very yeah. fabulous. Mm-hmm. Agree. Did you very. see did you see the movie? Because, you know, it's really funny. I, I find that so many people that are artists, like, you know, and then they have so much expression and then... It's their emotional outlet with the music and then and the artwork as well, and so you're combining both right. of them together, yeah. which is really cool. Um, I guess so. That's so. a really they're, good they're outlet. Very, in a way, they're they're very separate, but they they lead to mm-hmm. the same. Um, perhaps if it reaches you, you know, as an mm-hmm. audience or an onlooker or an on listener, and uh, mm-hmm. if it strikes you in some way, then, you know, it can be yours. And uh, that's the thing about the difference between records and artwork, though, unless you're doing prints, is a painting is unique. It's one, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that one will probably be sold for very little from the artist. And then even the ones that eventually sell for millions and millions and millions of dollars go through many hands. They don't just right. pop out of the paint. The painters aren't aren't millionaires by any means, or stretch mm-hmm. of the imagination. Mm-hmm. So, 
And what um, Van Gogh never sold a painting except one he got his wanted his brother to sell for him, but it didn't sell. Mm. So, oh wow! Yeah. Yeah, he, he I mean, didn't actually I, sell a painting. I can see that. Have you have you sold any of your paintings? Oh, I've sold a bunch. Yeah. Oh, great! Really? Probably, probably over a hundred. Really, that's great. You're kidding. That's so cool. Right now, I'm conglomerating, doing, going through everything and uh, sorting out what, what I like and what I am not so fond of, and putting together some kind of website or book about the artwork. Yeah, yeah, Richard. I was thinking, did you ever think of, do you ever think about doing a gallery show of your work in New York or something like that? It's, it's being thought about. Yep. And like, Good. It could yeah. be anywhere, you know. Really, doesn't have to be necessarily New York. Could be sure. almost anywhere nowadays, with yeah. the galleries and the internet and all the rest. That's Everybody's true. hooked up. That's true. You know, you were talking about doing acoustic shows. It would be so cool, maybe, for you to have your artwork and then maybe do some acoustic with, you know, your artwork there. Maybe do when the first night well, opens, I don't think you I'll could. Be just- yeah, I don't think I'll be doing that, but I think we are bringing some of the artwork with us to put on oh, display. Fantastic. And if someone wants to buy it, they can, oh, they be can good. get in touch yeah. with management. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, That's a good idea. Yeah. But the book, the um, CD, and um, the digital, you can get online. And that is uh, a great Christmas present, as you said. And uh, Sure. What is the web? Books what's your great. website again? We can give it out on on the air while we're here. Uh, of course. <laughs> well, I got several. Where everything is okay. combustible. dot dot com. Um, Richard Lloyd. dot com that I don't use very much anymore. And then Facebook, just my name, or Plowboy Records. Richard Lloyd Fan mm-hmm. Club. Um, in Facebook. Stuff like that. And I know you're on Twitter, and I know that you um, have some things on Instagram, because I did put it on Instagram, and I saw you put it up on Twitter. Yeah, that's great. And for everyone listening. I don't know how to work Twitter. Oh, I know. It's it's crazy, but you did it. Good. You put the show up on (laughs) whoever put the show up did a great job. And um, I... Yeah, for everyone listening it's um, that doesn't know how to spell Richard's last name, it's two L's. It's Richard and then L-L-O-Y-D. So when you go to the website, you can uh, check that out. And if you put Richard Lloyd in, I mean, if, you know, I mean, this is like, well, you just you're very in, iconic. Just put me in Google. Put me in Google. Yeah, Google that's Google right. Anywhere. You pop up everywhere. And you'll I'll pop you're up. Like, I pop up all over. You're all I'll over the locally. place. I am all at once. You're all, you're, you're all over. On the radio. Yeah. And you're on the radio. Well, you know, yeah. I know that when we were. Yeah, no. So, um, is there anything else that um, maybe uh, we could uh, talk about that you wanted to bring up before we end? End the show with no. you today. <laughs> I live like a I live like a hermit, you know. 
Uh, no matter where I am, cities, country, what, whatever. And uh, mm-hmm. so I, I don't like, I think a lot, but I don't like thinking as a rule of thumb. Thinking is overrated. Mm-hmm. So I spend a lot mm-hmm. of time not thinking, painting, playing music, meditating, you know, just mm-hmm. breathing and etc. So I wish everybody in, that was listening to be very well and uh, have all their wishes and dreams come true. Oh, that's very nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's really beautiful, Richard. Nice, Richard. And I want... And I want to say my thing um, on Fridays. I usually tell everyone, please do not drink and drive. Um, really right. careful on the roads out there. And uh, it's Friday, and uh, we're going into the holiday season. So, you know, um, just be really careful out there. Richard, do you have any spe- – I know you said you had some things coming up in January, but do you have any special appearances around the holidays at all coming up that – Maybe no, just I, like you said, you didn't plan. No, uh, I'm no. spending the holidays with the family. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. Nice. Well, that's really and then cool. And I start working again in January at these acoustic shows. Although I mm-hmm. will be plugging the acoustic guitar into an electric amplifier because I just oh, wow. can't stand pure acoustic guitar. Uh huh. <laughs> like You're definitely, definitely like that. That's good. That's that's very, very good. I, I you like it loud, huh? <laughs> yeah. So we're, we're gonna see. It's like a hybrid. Well, maybe maybe you can play some Christmas music at the house on your electric guitar and just sure. uh, go I at like it. Song about I wrote a song about Santa Claus and how he is this. The reason he comes down your chimney is because he's a thief. He's a second story man. <laughs> and his gunny sack are full of your money, which he's gone out <laughs> and spent on useless things for everybody. <laughs> you got to have a gift, right? Except a guitar. He's bringing you a guitar that's not useless, right? <laughs> well, that, that's a tool. I buy my own tools. Oh, okay. But uh, anybody's That's very welcome cool. to buy me a guitar. You know? Hey, Richard, <laughs> tell me how Santa Claus can go down a chimney at 12 o'clock in every house. Tell me that one. <laughs> yeah, it's, oh, I watched like I a said, movie like about that Padre one. Padre Pio, it's by location. <laughs> it's yeah. the ability and to be in many, watched... many places at once. It's a hologram. <laughs> did you see, it's a did flat you see a hologram? Are you kidding, Richard? You're so funny. I, I saw Santa, a movie the other Santa's night. It's a hologram. He's it's a hologram. It's called the Santa Caper. <laughs> really? And it's oh like boy. supposedly the like in the blink of an eye. It's his, it's his hat that makes him go down the chimney. And like he goes from oh, one to really? the next, like really, really, really fast. And he has this clock, wow. and uh, he has to beat the clock out. I, I highly I, recommend I, that movie to anyone listening. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I think Santa Claus Richard, Richard, so I think gonna, Santa Claus is carrying drugs in his sack. I really do. I think he's been arrested no, already. No, 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 for, no. We're dealing drugs. Talk about drugs. <laughs> no, we're not no. talking drugs on the show, Spencer. <laughs> 
You can do anything on the show, Holly. I don't want to hear this. No, no, I don't want to hear this. No, this is not right. Yeah, but you know, I uh, get a nice Christmas cool. tree and breeze on it. Did you? <laughs> you got a nice Christmas tree? No, no, I don't have a nice Christmas tree. I don't have a Christmas tree. Bah humbug. Bah humbug. No okay, so no, I, I like a, I like the. I like the pine. I bring in the like the branches and stuff. Uh huh. Oh yeah, that's We're nice. Gonna, yeah, that really tree. smells good. Yeah. Might get a tree. You know, who knows? Mm-hmm. Still early. Used to be that, that Christmas and Halloween and New Year's Eve were all separate. Now they're just one big mush. I know. Right. That's true. Halloween and Hanukkah and Christmas all like are slapped down on the same advertising page. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. So, Very true. Yeah, secular se- secular Santa. I could do without <laughs> secular Santa. <laughs> I think that's a good name for a song. I think you should do yeah. a song called Secular Santa. That'd be good. I should. <laughs> I think yeah. that might be a song in the universe, but not Yeah, for exactly. Me. That's a good one. That would be awesome. <laughs> All right, so we're going to play another song from my fabulous gonna, new record? We're gonna, we are. We're going to yes. end the show today with a song called Whisper. Okay. Do you want to talk a little bit about that song before we play it? Well, that, that's a happy song. <laughs> It's got a nifty little guitar line that repeats again and again. Mm-hmm. And uh, a lot of these songs on this record have one-word titles. Smoke, mm-hmm. Whisper, Run. Yeah. Uh, interesting. I don't know why that happened, but it did. And so everybody should buy a copy. That's right. But Absolutely. I, that's my shameless uh, promotion. And give it to their mo- And give it to their mother. That's right. I earlier. I have to send my mom one or two. You do. So she can give one away to one of her friends. You should, man. Exactly. I will, definitely. Good. Okay. So we're going to play. Hey, wait a minute, Holly. I want to mention something to Richard. The first person I worked with. Holly, I wanted to mention something. Richard, are you there? Yes, I'm here. One of the first people I worked with was John Lee Hooker. I did photographs for him, promotional photographs for him. Nice. Yeah, and he was amazing. I mean, he was just, he would be the type of guy that when I went to his trailer, the manager would come over and sit, and they'd give him a roll of bills wrapped around with a rubber band, and he'd give it to to John, and he said, now you can play. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. That's what he... he, uh, knew about, you know, let's get paid. Amazing. Oh, wow. Well, I didn't get paid playing with them. I just sat in for one song. I think people uh-huh. people do a lot of things out of love, too, and um, out of their creativity. Right. I love the whole thing about the painting that you're doing. That's really cool, and it's such a extension mm-hmm. of your outlet, you know, what you're doing. Right. So yeah. we're going to play that song, Whisper. Yeah, and uh, Spencer and I will be back next Friday. Oh, no, next Friday we're not here. 
We're not here. It's we have Ivan Julian the, the week after. Richard, we're having Ivan Julian on the the week after. Excellent. Cool. He's great. Say hi. You know. Yeah. yeah. Wonderful so, guy. Richard, thank you so yes. much for being here today with us. And um, thank you, Richard. Uh, if you thank tuned you in late, me. and yeah, and if you tuned in late, guys, the show will be um, eternal on um, iTunes and also on um, Red Velvet Media Blog Talk Radio under um, the Indie Cafe with myself and Spencer Drake. So, mm. with that, we're going to go and we're going to play Whisper. Okay. All right. Enjoy. All right. Thank you. Hey, happy you, holiday, Richard. Rich. Happy holiday. And Spencer, see yeah. you in two weeks. See okay, you in two so weeks. We're going to be Bowling. taking a little time off. And um, oh wait, I think next Wednesday though, um, we do have. I have a show, and um, I'm gonna. I would like to know if you want to come on. I'll talk to you about that later. Yeah, tell okay? me about it. Okay. Yeah. All definitely. right. Okay. Here you guys go, and make sure to go grab those. Uh, downloads and uh the book the book is honestly a great read and uh the cd here you guys go exactly.